This is a Federal News Network podcast. The Defense Department has been an active participant in the federal government's response to the pandemic. And despite some turmoil, the DOD Office of Inspector General has laid out its agenda for oversight of the nearly $10 billion the Pentagon received in emergency spending. This as recruitment and basic business management challenges persist. For this week's roundup of DOD developments, we turn to Federal News Network's Jared Serbu and Scott Mossioni. Scott, we'll start with you. GAO has lots of recommendations. They've been reiterating what they want agencies to do. There's quite a list for DOD, isn't there? There is. Every year that the Government Accountability Office picks out uh, some recommendations that it thinks uh, haven't been made but uh, or, or completed, but they feel that really should be completed. So this year they picked probably close to 100 of them, basically, uh, that they think DOD is lagging on. And those really... Um, they, they range from everything from readiness to healthcare to acquisition. Uh, one of the ones on, on this year's list that's especially important, uh, you know, given the, the current climate of the culture and everything like that, is developing a strategy for holding individuals in positions of leadership accountable for enforcing DOD's sexual harassment policies and programs, something that uh, DOD's been trying to crack down on, especially since they've seen an increase in sexual harassment and assaults within the military. And other things, just better ways to look at uh, how they're implementing the measurements of improper payments made through TRICARE, collecting better information on how contracted services will be used. You know, contracted services are a huge chunk of what the Defense Department awards and contracts. And uh, it's something that, that Congress has even taken a interest in because there's been so much, well, uh, probably less of a uniform way of looking at those types of things. So uh, all these recommendations are, uh, you know, going out to DOD to look at again, and and GAO hopes they'll do something with it. Yeah, a lot of related business office items, I guess, more than even the military. And Jared, a recurring issue is recruiting. And there are some ideas for student contact information. Sounds like a data-based approach to their recruiting challenges, which also never go away. Yeah. And and federal law already requires colleges and universities um, and and high schools in a lot of cases to turn over contact info for students to military recruiters upon request. But that that the, the statute as it's written right now has been interpreted by a lot of colleges and universities to just mean home phone contact info and and you know that that, that landline mechanism of, of contacting potential recruits is, is kind of obsolete in the defense department's view so they have submitted a legislative proposal to congress to expand that and also require schools to turn over email addresses and cell phone numbers when they have them um, in addition colleges and universities would have to turn that information around within 60 days of when that request comes in, or in the case of colleges and universities, within 60 days of the start of a a new school year. And for colleges and universities, they would have to do that proactively and automatically submit them to the Defense Department's database, um, whether a recruiter has, you know, affirmatively asked for them or not. And I guess now they would ask for their cumulative temperature charts over the past month to make sure they're (laughs) safe to ingest. It's possible if they're gathering the data. All right. And Scott, I wanted to ask you about the DODIG. We spoke about oversight from GAO earlier, but now there's, interestingly, under the new acting, the new acting IG for DOD, who's coming over from the, or spreading his time between there and EPA, a whole set of oversight priorities, which looked like about $9 billion worth of spending under this whole COVID deal. 
Right. It's it's actually even more than that. So um, under this whole response to COVID, uh, the DOD IG wants to look in not only to the money that DOD has been spending, but also what the Defense Department has been doing to react, respond to the COVID crisis. Uh, within the uh, spending package for the uh, COVID stimulus, uh, the DOD IG got $20 million to continue with its oversight. And DOD itself got $10.5 billion to uh, go through coronavirus relief. So that's one of the things that it wants to keep an eye on is just how DOD is going to be spending that money and where it's going to be going. It's also going to be looking into some of the uh, some more planned reports. So those include sque- how screening and quarantine procedures went into bases and things like that. Um, the impact of coronavirus on basic training and that also leads to questions about readiness. So, you know, how will they bring in people um, now that basic training has less people going through it in order to keep with social distancing? And you have to remember that DOD IG is already looking at six coronavirus-related issues. Those include the contracts for equipment and supplies in support of the relief and audit of the entitlements and allowances for reserve services that have been mobilized and also how the Navy planned to respond to the virus outbreak aboard ships. If you remember the Teddy Roosevelt, not exactly how the Navy wanted to be perceived on that uh, that issue. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Scott Massioni and Jared Serbu. Jared, I wanted to ask you about the 5G rollout, something that the Pentagon and the armed services have been working at for a long time. Now there's progress. Yeah, a number of pilots underway, and, and one of the snags the Navy and the Marine Corps have run into is is by policy, there are several different types of safety studies that have to that have to happen before you're allowed to start transmitting any any kind of electronic electromagnetic radiation on a military base. And it's created a backlog of one of those types of studies, which is an electromagnetic interference study, which mainly deals with how those new towers might be interfering with other electronic systems on a base. So this new memo from Aaron Weiss, the Navy Department's chief information officer, basically says that instead of waiting for that formal study to get done, if that's the thing holding you up, you can issue instead an interim authority to radiate for that's good for 180 days, just so you can at least get the project started. Um, that that's only good if you've done some of the other safety studies that 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 sort of go along with that 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 separate study. One is, you know, a, a, a looking at radiation uh, effects to personnel, radiation effects to fuel, and radiation effects to you know bombs and bullets, basically ordnance. So if you've done those things, you can go ahead and and you know almost waive that that electromagnetic interference study just to get things going. And I guess if they were to have tanning salons nearby the bases, they could use the same radiation standards? Sure, why not? And Space Command, I just wanted to wind up with that. It looks like it's going to stay very close to the Air Force in terms of headquarters. Jared. Yeah, at least at least for the foreseeable future. So it's it's going to be a while before DOD makes a decision on where Space Command, the newest combatant command of all, is is actually going to be headquartered over the long term. They announced on Friday that for the next six years ish, it's going to stay in Colorado Springs, where it's headquartered now as its temporary location at Peterson Air Force Base. And then meanwhile, they're also outlining the criteria that they're going to use to eventually pick a new location, and and those are going to be things like it's got to be near one of the biggest 150 metropolitan areas in the U.S. It's got to be within 25 miles of a military base of some kind. And interestingly, (laughs) one of the criteria they've set is it has to have a score of at least 50 out of 100 on AARP's livability index. I'm not not sure why that's the particular index they chose, but uh, they want uh, a livable location. And the Space Force, as apart from Space Command, has a flag. 
We should they do that too. And uh, you know, people who are fans of flags can uh, now unite. There's a, a new flag to, to kind of look over and, and obsess over. Uh, this one looks very similar to the Space Force's logo. It's got a gray Star Trek kind of insignia in the front, and it was officially unveiled to President Trump last Friday. Uh, it also has some satellites circling the logo and the Roman numerals for 2019, which is the uh, year that the Space Force started. So uh, General Jay Raymond, who's the chief of sp- space operations, said that he's proud of the flag and. Uh, they still, Space Force has yet to come up with a name for what it's going to be calling its service members. And also, they still need a song for the service. So we'll have to be waiting for those two things. Can hardly wait. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni, thanks so much. Thank you. And Jared Serbu, thank you. Thank you, Tom. Check out their DOD Reporter's Notebook now online at federalnewsnetwork.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.